0: Hello and welcome on The Cross Co, a podcast covering all subjects from witchcraft, spirituality, religion and more. In today's episode, we are welcoming a guest to talk about draconic magic and dragons in general. Welcome to That Dragon Witch on TikTok. Hi!
1: Hi!
0: So can you tell us a little bit about yourself so our host can hear who you are, where you come from, a little bit about you?
1: Yeah, uh, my name is Khaleesi Moore, uh, but I go by that dragon witch on TikTok. Um, I am actually not cool like you. I'm not from Belgium. I'm actually from the States. Um, But I have been working very closely with dragons for many, many, many years. um, And I have worked intensely hard to have and hold the title of being a draconian high priestess. Um, so I have connections with a very wide variety (laughs) of draconian and draconic deities and beings.
0: Okay, this is why I wanted to have you on this podcast for this specific subject, because you're way more experienced than I am. So (laughs) it would be nice to have kind of a senior (laughs) point of view on the subject. So without, yeah, yeah it's it's going to be nice to have another point of view um, and to be able to discuss about this subject that are dragons because this is a very hot topic in my point of view, at least.
1: It is a very hot topic, but it's also a topic that seems to be, it's, it's growing very quickly it and is. it's very hard to find reliable information on and so I I find that there are a lot of people that have experiences with dragons, but they don't know what to do and they don't know how to do it. And it's hard to find the info help with that situation. So
0: yes, indeed. I mean, it's very hard to find informations on the dragon pretty much anywhere. But there is a reason for that and we are going to get to that a little bit later, it's about the secrecy of the dragons etc, but we're going to get to that a little bit later. We are going to start by, usually I start with a little definition of the topic, so we are going to try to define, emphasis on try, to define what is a dragon and what is draconic magic. So. Can you tell us what is a dragon? What would be the definition of a dragon for a complete novice who never heard about the spiritual realm?
1: Okay, Um, well, for what is a dragon? I mean, that can be a very broad question, but it can also be a very simple question. So a simple answer would be, you know, a dragon would be something that you would see in... You know, medieval movies that flies over mountains and burns crops to the ground kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But a more in-depth answer, a spiritual answer for the spiritual side of what a dragon is would be they are primordial beings that predate any gods and goddesses of man. Um, They are also completely elemental beings, which means they embody every single element and not just the four main elements, but every single element imaginable. Um, now, you do have things like like earth dragons, fire dragons. But that doesn't mean that they can only do that one element. They're just more dominant over that one element. Um, but they also live in like an in-between, kind of like the Fae do. So they have their own realm and they have their own plane of existence in which they exist. But they can also appear in this realm and in, in this plane of existence in our world if they choose to. Um, but yeah, they have a wide variety of physical appearances. I mean, they can have wings or they cannot have wings. They can have a completely serpentine body and just be a serpent like uh, Leviathan or jorgen um or the Python from Greek mythology um, or they can you know be a wyvern and like the dragons out of the Game of Thrones series where they only have the two legs and then wings and some of them don't I mean some of them don't have wings some of them don't have legs it all depends on the type of dragon, but that is a very, very that that's an all nother <laughs> conversation. On yeah, itself. indeed.
0: You got the western dragons with four wings and long legs. You got the leviathans. You got the Cathay dragons. Uh-huh. Like there are so many species of dragons that there would need we would need a whole episode dedicated to the species of dragons in order to
1: cover them exactly. all. Exactly. It would, it would take an entire book the yeah. size of a dictionary.
0: It is a, an extremely wide subject to explore. So we're going to try to stay general so we can give as many uh-huh. information as we can. So it was a very yeah. good definition. So... Uh, now, I think that our auditors are familiar with what is a dragon uh, and what they can do. Now, we are going to move on to the more practical side of what is draconic magic and what is it working with the dragon. And the first point that we wanted to both was recognizing and reading energies.
1: Yeah, so it, yeah, it's really important to be able to read And recognize specific energies when working with dragons. Um, It's a lot like working with demons or any infernals or even deities. Um, You want to be able to recognize that specific energy so that you know that it's not a trick. So that you know it's not a trickster. Because a trickster has a completely different energy than a dragon or a demon would have. Um, And I get that question actually people ask me all the time well how do I know if it's a trickster or if it's an actual dragon and I always say the same thing which is you have to be able to read and recognize the energies if you can't you know be able to read and recognize energies then it's not going to work as well because you're not going to be confident in yourself to be confident in what you're working with
0: yes and also it's it can be very tricky if you're not able to read the energies you're you're not able to identify who you are working with and so when your dragon is going to step in the room you're not going to be able to identify him so even if it's not a trickster even if you put all the trickster aside you're not going to be able to properly work with your dragon because you will not be able to read the energy in the room. You will not be able to identify what the dragon wants from you because you cannot read energy. So that would be the first step into draconic magic, I would say.
1: Yeah, it is one of the first things you want to be able to do. Um... And, you know, most people, before they work with dragons, work with some sort of other being first. You don't have to, I guess, but most people do. So they already have a little bit of that experience on doing that. Um, Because, I mean, it goes along with communicating with them as well, which we cover later. But um, if you are a person that has the telepathic abilities and you are communicating telepathically with something and you don't know how to distinguish their energy and their voice from your own in your head, then you're never going to get a mess. It's never going to work. The reading energies is definitely, yeah, one of the first things that you want to be comfortable and confident in.
0: Yeah, because you want to be confident in draconic magic. This is something very important. You need to be confident because when you're standing in front of a draconic energy, this is a very heavy energy to handle. So if you're not confident in yourself, it's not going to work. Like, no, it's not going to work. All right. So reading energies is actually something that is very general into draconic magic and that is common to any path in draconic magic. So when I say any path, I mean that there are different paths into draconic magic. There is draconic Wicca, draconic, draconian, trad- traditional draconianism. So can you tell us a little bit about the differences so people don't get confused between the path?
1: Right. So draconic um, is strictly just working with dragons. So you can take dragons and you can put them in absolutely Any craft or any path you want. Um, I actually have a mentee right now who is a Christian, and she works with dragons. So you can literally, you know, combine working with dragons in any path, faith, or craft that you desire. And that is when it's called draconic. Um, That's when you are just strictly, you know, utilizing the draconic energy and the dragon magic. Or even if you're not doing magic or wishcraft. You're just working with dragons in general. Um, Now, the draconian path itself um, is an actual path. It is an actual path of which you walk the path of the dragon itself. And it's to reach your higher self, I guess you could say. Um, And it is, I mean, they're all very left-hand paths. Um, so they are all very left-handed paths. They're not gray. They're not black. They're not white. They're just what they are. It's, it's a very chaotic path, no matter which one you choose. Um, Draconic Wicca, on the other hand, because I'm going to move on to Draconic Wicca, because I can't say too much about Draconian because it is a closed practice. Um, but Draconic... Draconic Wicca is actually a Wiccan system, and they are earth-based magic, where dragons work within all of the raw elements of creation, okay? So they themselves compose of lesser elements, like the earth, fire, air, and water, and then they just go off of those four elements in... Wicca. Uh, so Draconic Wicca is working with dragons, but kind of like less. You're not, you're not working as much. You don't get the full spectrum because you're very earth-based. You don't focus on the raw elements that are scary or dark or cringy to most people.
0: The thing is, in the different path of Draconic Wicca, Draconic, Draconianism, etc., the goal of the dragon is to make you reach a higher version of yourself or a better version of yourself, always pushing you on the edge, which makes it the left-hand path like you described it earlier. And Draconic Wicca is not about pushing you further and pushing you onto a higher version of yourself. It's just based on working with the elements. It's not, the goal is not to reach something necessarily. It's just to live in the moment. If I can say it like that, it sounds happy, but it's not.
1: Correct. So some of the most popular, um, dragon magic books, um, are written by people like DJ Conaway. Who Um, is a weekend? DJ Conaway was a draconic Wiccan. She was yeah. Wiccan, so all of her books are written based out of the Wiccan path and the Wiccan faith. Yeah. Um, so everything that she talks about is very earth based, and it's very you know toned down to what actual draconic magic or the draconic path itself would be. Because in Wicca, you have Your own set of laws, you have your own set of rules, you have, you know, your own way of doing things as a Wiccan or with Wiccan laws that don't apply to dragons themselves, let alone when you're not a Wiccan.
0: Yeah, indeed. Wiccan have a very specific chart to go by where when you are walking the draconian path for example you have a code you have an honor code to respect of course but it's not based on the weekend law which were which are very based on the earth and based on living in the moment like i said it's not reaching a higher version of yourself or reaching a higher power it's not about all that it's just based on a lighter side of magic, I don't like to use uh, colors in magic, but I would say it would be a lighter side. But definitely you can feel into, um, in DJ Conway's book, that she was a weekend because her books are heavily weekend based You can see it in her books. And this is a reason why it's hard to find good sources on, like, Draconian or Draconic, because... Anything is gonna be either very Wicca-based or either Quilov based So quillof is a Tree of Death, so it's gonna be demonized, a demonized version. So it's gonna be a little bit harder to have a neutral point, if I can see it like that, on Draconian. So it's either black or white. It's, there are no gray area in the research that we can do, so it's a little bit tricky to get information.
1: And it's hard to steer away from Dungeons & Dragons lore, also, when you are trying to do your own research. Um, Dungeons & Dragons wiki um, turns up whether you like it or not, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Ironically, they can give some information, like, about Leviathan... They They can! You know, the person...
1: whoever first created Dungeons and Dragons, they, honest to God, really did their fucking research. They really did. They did their research perfectly for a lot of it, but not all of it. So they did their research enough to know names and titles and, you know, some mythology behind certain dragons, but they ended up turning it a little bit. They twisted it to fit the game.
0: Indeed. So now that we covered a little bit about the path, how to research, we're going to talk about how to connect with the dragon because ultimately you can have a designated path or whatever you want to call it, but if you cannot connect with a dragon and earn the trust of a dragon, you will never be able to work with them. So... Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about how we can connect with dragon? Well, I know how to connect with dragon because I'm a draconic witch, but our auditors are not necessarily already connected to dragons.
1: Right. Um, so, connecting with dragons can be easy for some people <clears throat> and difficult for others. It all... It all determines it's all determined by where you're at in your spiritual path. Um, so, say you understand and you know what your clair abilities are. That is already a foot in the door. You're already, you know, well versed at knowing how to utilize your clairvoyancies, and so on and so forth. Um, now dragons they tend to appear in meditations dreams um they can appear in omens like in smoke divination or cloud divination or even tarot um any kind of divination they can appear if they really really want to if they're trying to send you a message um but the hardest Sometimes is understanding what the message is in order for you to connect because dragons are very untrustworthy they they do not like humans and you can't really blame
0: for good reasons
1: yeah you can't really blame them so they're very untrustworthy so in order to build that trust you have to be a hundred percent you have to be completely honest with yourself as well as them, because they are going to know if you are lying in any way, shape, or form before you even open your mouth. They are very intuitive, and they're very, 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 very just picky. Picky.
0: That's a that's a, dragons, a nice word. Dragons picky. are very picky, and for good reasons. If you are yes. lying, even just a little bit about your path, and your intentions are not good, they are going to like smell it already, like from the beginning, and they are going to put a stop at the communication, and they are even able to block you completely from communicating with their realm this is something that they are able to do if they don't want you in their realm they will be able to cut you off they will not hesitate to cut you off if you're not trustworthy for them they will not come back on their decision
1: right yeah and um when you're connecting when you're connecting and you're getting all of the messages or omens whether it's in dreams meditation whatever it is You don't always get actual communication. They don't always talk to you. Sometimes they're just there. They just appear and they're just sitting there. And when that happens, it's really important to really focus on everything around you. What's going on around you? What are they actually doing? What does their energy feel like? What is happening in the background? You know, what are you feeling? Like you have to pay attention to every single solitary piece of the message if they're not going to say anything, because they're not always going to say anything, especially in the beginning, because they don't trust you. They're trying to earn that trust, which means you have to show them that you are willing to do the work and give them that mutual trust in order for them to be able to be comfortable with moving forward
0: and this is a part where you people can think that this is the easy part where the dragon just sit in the room and you just have to guess what is going on but it's actually the hardest part because you need to pay attention like you said you need to pay attention to every single thing and when they are watching over you they are they are looking to every single little thing and they will smell every single little thing that you do wrong if you're not being natural if you're being like disrespectful or if you're not paying attention they are going to go like in a clap they are not gonna waste their time they are very like we said at the beginning very they are primordial beings they have other shit to do (laughs) just to say the least they have other shit to do. right
1: and you know they're not they're not above violence they have attitudes and they will utilize those attitudes if they don't like you or if you do something wrong or if you know your respect or your honesty or your trust has been altered or diminished there is a high probability that you will either get tail whipped or you know set on fire
0: yeah you if a dragon see that you break the trust that has been installed between you two he's going to fuck you up definitely you will not get out uh intact and this is something that can happen if you're for example if you release any informations that you are not allowed to share because like we said draconian is a close practice and draconic uh the draconic path the draconian path are very secretive practice because dragons hate humans for good reasons like we said but if you if you release any kind of informations that could endanger their security in their realm they will fuck you up
1: yeah and it's it's not only that i mean that's a big part of it but it's not only that also it's the fact that they need to be able to trust you in order to work with you, okay? Now if they have chosen to work with you, that already is an immaculate on in itself. Like if a dragon chooses you, that is already like an honor that you should take very seriously. But they have to be able to trust you and that means even the little things so sharing anything about them, whether it's, you know, their color or their description or even a name, you know, you have to ask permission to share those details before you share them. And if they tell you, no, I don't want you to share that, you cannot share it. Like, it is that simple. You have to be able to keep that trust intact with them. Otherwise. They're just going to leave or you could seriously risk yourself and your own.
0: You can fuck up your entire practice just by doing this small mistake, basically. But yeah. you got also some dragons that... So we said that dragons could leave because of that. But some dragons don't wait for you to break that trust to live because some dragons will come and go into your practice and some dragons will stay with you. It depends on the practice and the relationship that you have with them. Uh, so yeah, some dragons will just come to teach you a lesson, for example, and will go, I don't know, a week later or a month, it depends.
1: Yeah, it, it it's a lot like they de- So some deities come and they go, right? Some deities are there for, damn, a lifetime even, you know, years. And some deities literally just show up to teach you a lesson or to teach you something. And then once you've learned that, once you've accomplished that goal, they're done. Their their task is done and they leave. Dragons are dragons do the same thing. Some of them are there for a lifetime and some of them are just there to teach you something or to give you a message. Not all dragons will stay with you. And that's not a bad thing because you know there are certain things that they can teach you that other beings just can't,
0: because they are primordial. Ultimately, they are they hold so much knowledge that they they can teach you things that, like like Dragon said, that other like deities or entities will not be able to teach you. This is a very sacred practice and a very specific bond that you hold with that type of entity. And as someone who practices it, this is very sacred to my heart personally. I think this is the same for you.
1: Yes, very, 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 very close to my heart.
0: So yeah, so we talked a lot. That was a lot of information already, I think. (laughs) So um, I think we're gonna stop there. So it was very nice to have you on the podcast. It was a great conversation. I loved every minute of it.
1: Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Thank you. (laughs) Hopefully we helped some people.
0: Yeah, hopefully. so uh kelsey um will have all their social links in the description of the episode if you want to catch her on tiktok if you want to catch her mentorship on patreon everything will be listed in the description of the episode so thank you so much for listening it was raven your host and kelsey our guest of today and this was the cross Co. thank you for listening